Good morning, all. This is Russell, your host this morning for the morning encounter with the Lord. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Morning, Russell. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We thank you for this beautiful morning and for this opportunity to be with you, to be with the Holy Trinity, to talk to you, to tell you of all our cares, concerns, to come and sit with our Father and experience his love, to receive from him, and just simply to be with you, Lord. We want to offer the first fruits of our day today, the beginning of a new day, and acknowledge your presence in everything that we shall do in this day. Surrendering it all to you, surrendering all our faculties to you, our body, our soul, our spirit. Bringing them under your control so that you can direct us. You can show us our path ahead. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart and we lean not on our own understanding. But on the revelation that you grant us on the direction that you provide us, on the wisdom that you give us. We ask forgiveness for all our sins, for our failures, for our shortcomings, Lord. For the times we have hurt you and hurt our neighbor, for the times we have fallen short of doing good, the good that is your will, and we have failed to fulfill towards you, towards others. The times where you have given us your principles, your teaching, your direction, and we refuse to learn surely out of our lack of discernment. We ask forgiveness for all those times, Lord, where we have gone against what you have told us to do and gone ahead and done what we thought was our way, our will, what we wanted. We ask for mercy, Lord. We submit our crowns, our ambitions, all our achievements before you. And we come emptying ourselves out this morning to receive of your fill, to receive of the presence of our Father so that when you pour your peace and your joy into us, just by staying in your presence, we receive it. And on receiving that, we are able to be still. We are able to silence every other sound, every other care, concern, worry that we have brought as our baggage here. Every storm that is brewing in our atmosphere. We are able to put it all aside and focus on you. And just be with you and receive from you. So that when you anoint our head with your oil, Everything in our cup must overflow. All bitterness and all difficulties are sweetened. We are raised out from the pit. And we walk in your favor. The grace of our Father. And this peace and this joy that you give us, Lord, we want to share it with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. 
We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord. Open our eyes to show us what you will have us do in all these circumstances. Sharpen our discernment to hear from you every single time, no matter the channel you use to communicate with us. Help us to pick up that frequency, whether it is visual, whether it is by hearing, whether it is sensing your presence in the spirit, whether it is through discernment of any other way that you used to speak to us. Help us listen to you, Lord. We share your peace and your joy also with all those that are called Christians and have not yet encountered you personally, have not built or started that personal relationship with you, knowing you as their father. And with all those that have willfully chosen to go, to go away. Away from you. Under the influence of a lie, a false doctrine. Let everything, every lie that has been told to them be exposed, Father, in your light. That the truth be revealed to them and they shall be set free by that truth. Quicken them, O oh Father, just like you did for the prodigal son. That in the midst of all the darkness, when they look at their lives, let them see your light. Let them draw back towards the home of their father. For it is your will that none should perish, but everyone should be saved by coming to repentance and renouncing all the lies, all the darkness, all the ignorance, all the confusion, all the chaos, all the sinfulness. That every darkness that is still sitting in corners of our lives, Father, that has not yet completely been illuminated, let that be illuminated by your incorruptible word this day. So that when we receive of it, we can no more be corrupted in that area. We are able to renounce it and give it up permanently, irreversibly, once and for all. So as we call, as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our God, our Father, our Maker, the Rock of Ages, the Rabbi of all generations, the Ancient One, the One who is our strong tower, our Maker, our Creator, the One who is able to make every grace abound towards us, and no word of His shall fall to the ground and fail but must fulfill everything that he sent to fulfill. He guarantees it and ensures it, assures it, by saying that he has exalted his word above his name. The one who is our shield. I will pray in the name of Jesus. The name that God exalted above every other name, at which every knee in heaven, on earth, and under the earth must bow. Today we shall reflect on that very name. And how to use it in our prayer. What, what is the understanding? It is through him that we have received faith. He taught us faith. And the Holy Spirit 
He has given each of us the measure of that faith. He also gives us his gift of faith that we can use in our prayer to command results. The word of the Father that became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now through the revelation of the Holy Spirit dwells as the incorruptible seed within us. That we can say it is no longer I but my Christ who lives in me. That through this word that I have received and its understanding I now have the mind of Christ and how he thinks. It is he who taught us to pray. It is he who is the way, the only way the sheep get the bridge to the Father. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the one who heals our backsliding, the one who convicts us, never condemning, but ever willing to raise us up from every pit that we have fallen into, through every mistake that we make in our poor choices out of a lack of discernment. But he is ever willing to be with us. He will not leave us. He will be here till the end of time. Given to us through our Pentecost. For all those that are willing to believe in the name of Jesus. The very spirit of resurrection is given to each of them. The one that who has raised Jesus from the dead and then now gives life to our mortal bodies. We thank you, Father, for this gift of Jesus, for the gift of your spirit, that through them is our atonement through Jesus. And through your spirit, we are advocated for protection under the law, through the release of grace. It is he who makes intercession on our behalf. Jesus in heaven and spirit here on earth. We thank you, Father. That your spirit has made his tabernacle his home within our bodies. So that he lives within us and with us all the time. Never forsaking us. The presence of God never forsaking us. We thank you Lord that you have blessed us with this gift. And you have gifted us with gift of prayer and the gift of your word. So that when we use that word and we make our prayer. Which we can make at any time and all times. And you are ever so willing to listen. You open the heavens above us. That that prayer which is released comes straight to you and you hear from heaven and heal our land. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny help us. That every time we fall short, we can command our angels to go forth and supernaturally bring to us solutions. That you have strategically planted destiny helpers in our lives where they are activated at the right time and the right place so that when we release our prayer they swing into action at your command we thank you father that you have made us stewards of your creation all the beauty around us in nature we thank you lord that you have given us family and friends to care for us that they demonstrate your love for us We thank you, Lord, that you love us so much with an everlasting love, that you do not want us to fail in this life. You know the thoughts that you think towards us.
thoughts of abundance, thoughts of success, and never thoughts to put us in harm's way. We thank you, Lord, that you renew your mercy for us every morning. That despite the number of times we keep on making mistakes and fall, you only look upon us with your eyes of love. We thank you, Lord, that through Jesus you released grace for us and you continue to give that grace unto us every single time. Where every time we fall short, he is ever willing to advocate for us and say he has paid the price. And so you release that grace for us. We thank you, Lord. Today we look at that very dimension of our prayer. Using the name of Jesus. In John 16, verse 23, Jesus said to his disciples, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, in my name, that he will do for you. So when we use the name of Jesus in prayer, saying in the name of Jesus, what is the understanding that we really must have? Just saying it for the sake of saying it won't work. Just saying it because someone taught us to say it and saying it without understanding won't really bring the kind of result that it should. Let's explore what it really means and how or what understanding should we carry. There are first a few things that I'd like to highlight here. The first one is from John 1 verse 3, which says, Through him, that is through Jesus, all things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made. So everything that was created, every manifestation of every answered prayer, every miracle that is made, everything is made through him and without him nothing was made nothing can be made so he is the only path through which it can be made the second thing is the ancient hebrew phrase used to describe prayer was what it really meant was calling on the name of god and it means to immerse yourself in god's presence as if he is right here with you. And that is what we've just done at the start. We called on his name. And that is where a worship and a relationship with God becomes important. Our connectivity with him becomes important if we are to hear from him. The third one is the name Jesus, Yehoshua, which means God saves in Hebrew. So it is directly connected with our salvation. Hence, asking in the name of Jesus is reminding God of our salvation or saying for the sake of our salvation when we say in the name of Jesus. In Isaiah 43 verse 26, God says, put me in remembrance or remind me of what my word says. When we speak Jesus' name, we remind him of our salvation. Through Jesus' sacrifice, we have come under grace. Under the law, we wouldn't have deserved an answer to our prayer. But when we believe in Jesus, we come under grace and are now in a position to receive from God. 
So when we speak his name, we remind God that the price of the atonement has been paid. The Bible says that he is the king of kings, the lord of lords, the lord of hosts. And so when we command in the name of Jesus, we command with an understanding that his name or he is the highest authority in the universe. Every king must submit to him. Every spirit under heaven, on earth, under the earth must submit to him. So when we speak his name and command, we are commanding as being authorized by that highest authority. In short, summarizing the above points, when we look at our prayer and seeking grace, grace is only available when we believe in Jesus, when we come into his presence and then call on his name. And it is the grace that God then gives that brings an answered prayer. Now 1 John 5.14 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And that is why Jesus said in John 14 verse 23, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. That is, he will do according to the Father's will as mentioned in my word. And if he does, then my Father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Keeping his word is important there. Again, in John 15, verse 5, we find Jesus saying, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. That is, communing with him and using his word is the only way for us to be able to have an outcome. So when in John 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, not one of the ways, the way, which means the only way. The way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He made it plain that the only way for us to approach the Father and make our request is through Jesus. The Bible makes it clear that his name is the key. In Acts 4.12, it says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. No other name other than the name of Jesus. So when you pray next, don't just say in the name of Jesus because someone told you. Say it with the understanding of who he is, the weight that his name carries, the authority that goes with it, and the influence that it consequently has on the Father who will answer that prayer. Know well whose name you are using. And then when you put your faith behind that name in prayer, it has much effect. Then when the Bible says, believe you have received, we must believe that we are receiving because we have used that highest authority. It is under his authority that that prayer must be answered. Because when you know about that name, 
It is the name itself that inspires your faith to the point that where you believe that as soon as that name is attached to your prayer, it has to be an answered prayer. We speak it with that belief and that belief and that understanding. The name of Jesus. The name that means God saves. The name that means Emmanuel, God with us. The name that means the king of all kings. We speak our prayer in that name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand everything that we speak in our prayer. Every word that we speak, help us understand the full meaning of it and put its full understanding behind the prayer that we make, behind the faith. Let our faith be backed and inspired by that understanding so that every word that then leaves our mouth will be like the word that leaves your mouth, that comes out of your wisdom, your light, that it shall not return empty, but shall fulfill everything that we have spoken backed by your guarantee, the guarantee of the name of Jesus. We pray for that edification in our spirit, Lord. To know what we speak and mean every word we speak. We also pray for our physical and temporal needs all those requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group, every petition, Lord, we raise to your altar, to your tabernacle. In a special way, we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. We thank you for all the healings, Lord. We raise up all those that are in hospital this day that will undergo surgeries, all those that are battling life-threatening circumstances in their health. We pray for all families that are on the verge of separation as we cover them with your precious blood, Jesus, knowing that through this blood, all relations can also be healed. We cast out, we rebuke, we bind and we cast out every spirit of wickedness that, is seeks, that seeks to steal from these homes, especially the ones we now raise up to you. We cover every family that is part of the Brisbane prayer group by your precious blood, Lord, and we declare the blood of Jesus, that blood through which is our life, our health, we declare it as our protection, our hedge in the spirit. We forbid any spirit of wickedness or malintent to come close to that hedge of defense. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including addictions, including all kinds of mental disorders, including anxiety, depression, fits of rage, anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, including busyness, poverty, financial challenges, joblessness, 
prayerlessness. And every such chain that seeks to bind your people and keep them in subjection, Lord, we break it under the authority of the name of Jesus. We ask for your anointing, the yoke-breaking anointing to cover each of these lives this day, the ones that we now pray for. Let every chain be broken. Let every yoke be destroyed and taken off their necks, the burden taken off their shoulder, so that when the spirit of liberty comes, these, the children of your inheritance, are free in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all, the, all those members of our family that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O Father, that they shall call on your name, that every prodigal son that shall return back into the house shall receive the free gift of salvation and be held righteous through the blood of Jesus. Quicken them, O Lord, and quicken us that our eyes be opened to see that truth and to use the power that is made available to us in that truth. That the gates of hell shall hold out no more against your people. We pray for our own personal needs as well. We take a moment to reflect on our personal intentions, those of our families. And as we now head on to pray in the spirit, we join our spirit with the Holy Spirit. So that the prayer that we make there is our prayer of agreement with him and with each other. When he intercedes for us, we know that that prayer must move heaven and must bring an answer, must bring a manifestation of a miracle. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us, so that when we raise our faith and release it at our spoken word in prayer, you move and that prayer is always an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to please unmute and join in. And those that are praying for that gift, make sure you are asking it with the intention of interceding for others. That gift is a gift of prayer. We must use it for its purpose. He is ever willing to give it when we ask with the right intention and in faith. Let your faith be demonstrated by your action. Unmute and start speaking a syllable and ask him to take over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanta <laughs> 
In your mighty name, the name of Jesus. In your name we believe, Lord, and with faith we release this prayer and say, Amen, believing it is answered, believing we have received. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This morning as we were praying, the Lord showed me that there's so many people around the world that are down and destitute. And the Lord said, I am your joy and hope. Call upon my name. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 1, 17 to 23. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your heart enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, 
and what is immeasurable greatness of his power in us who believe according to the working of his great might which he accomplished in Christ when he raised him from the dead and made him sit at the right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come and he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus The Lord has just put on my heart to repeat that verse that we looked at in our reflection and to ponder more deeper over it. This is from John 1 verse 3 where it says, Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord, I encourage you to please unmute and speak. Before we conclude, just a reminder about our Friday Bible study session. The topic is the fifth part in our six-part series of 12 Steps to a Good Year, where we will learn step 9 and 10 this week. In this entire series, we are learning how to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of, our, the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead before us. And we will also learn the need to make the right resolutions. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube.
later this morning on both our channels on WhatsApp and Telegram. Please share those with your family and friends and invite them to come. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, as we are blessed by his name and the authority that it gives us and the weight that it carries every time we speak it. Let us go forth and speak it with understanding. Share what we have learned from him with others. Go out and be a blessing carrying his gospel to everyone in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Wednesday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. God bless you and everybody. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.